millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweeps. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history topic of our podcast today is without a trace ireland's vanishing triangle what do you think about that brandy i don't know anything about it timmy (laughs) i i like how you prepare for these these shows you always do you're always do extensive research i'm nothing if not prepared yes um but anyway it's a topic about women who disappear in ireland well that's that's weird it is just women yeah, but uh, you know, uh, we've been we've got a lot of compliments on our podcast last week. Well, we should. And, and it was just me and you cuz uh, the colonel was on vacation. He is also out again today. Mhm. So, I've uh, been a lot of people encouraging us to rename the show The Tim and Brandy Show. I I like it. Yeah, it has a ring to it. I like it. Yes. I do. Uh, I do. They're much shorter shows. Yes, there's and, and they're much more uh well, I don't want to say they're uh, better quality shows, but they are. They're better quality shows without... Uh, I feel like that. Yeah. It allows us to talk more and him to talk less. <laughs> and or, that's always a good thing. It is. But the colonel is not with us today. Um, I guess he'll be with us next week. Uh, I am going with him to Chicago next week. Yeah. And we're going to record a podcast with your good friend, Ben Fenton and Rosanna. So we're going to do that next week. And uh, then we got to get ready for DweebCon, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Yes. I know you're excited about DweebCon. I'm you, very excited. You have a whole block of rooms just for you. Wow. Like the top two Top floors. floor. Yeah. 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 You're like Van Halen. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Not quite as much hair, but, you know, I wish. I wish. Let I me introduce it. Let me introduce you so people oh, okay. know who, who you are. Because they, right. they're probably, like, confused right now. They're probably, probably so that, confused. Who is that woman talking Silky smooth voice. <laughs> Let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you today, Brandy? I'm all right, Timmy. How are I, you doing? I'm fine. I wonder why other queens did not take the name Brandy. I don't know. I don't it know. Majestic. It's regal. It's regal, majestic. Yeah, all of those things. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe you're the first one in history to use that name as your. Uh, handle for your my handle your handle for your uh, you know for your whatever your empire well you know it's just it's you know it's like I want to be I know there is a singer named Brandy but you know I want to be known by one name 
Yeah, she went. This, what what hits did Brandy have? I don't know. I don't remember her. I'm sure she had some, but you know, I just remember the song Brandy, which I like. It's one of my favorites, but yes. you know, I want to be like Madonna and Cher and Prince yeah. and yeah, it's easier one name. when you go to write checks. You just have to put one name. Oh, clearly, and yeah. of course, my name is hyphenated, so it's oh, a yeah, double you, bitch. You got you got like all kind of syllables in your real name. In my real name, yes. I only have two syllables in my full name. I know. Yes, my parents were very, very stingy with the syllables. Uh, you know, it's, it's they were poor. They didn't have syllables a lot of money. waste time. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a lot of money, so they could only afford two syllables for my name. It's syllables waste time. Yes. So, does anyone is there anyone ever had a name without any syllables? I guess Prince did. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah, he had that weird thing. Yeah, he went through that weird phase where he was a symbol or something yeah he was half man half woman or something whatever it was the farm it was the he was the uh artist formerly known as yes and that which is more syllables really because they couldn't say the symbol right yeah because it was jacked it, up it was a made-up symbol yes it was made up he you know what's her name but uh, when you're prince you can do that yeah what was that what's the girl here from cincinnati the actress i don't know she was really she dated prince for a while I don't know. Oh, Carmen Electra. Yeah, Carmen Electra. He named her. He gave her that name. Just like her parents only. He gave her that name as a performer, Carmen Electra. She said he wasn't very good in uh, bed. I I don't need to know that. Well, you know, it's important information, Brandy. It's not at all important. It was important to the women who dated Prince, formerly known as First of all, you're talking about the woman that married Dennis Rodman. Let's simmer down about her opinion. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. She has her own history. Yeah. But she's from Cincinnati. I know. She went to Princeton. Yeah. Very lovely lady. A what or what? Very lovely lady. Yeah, maybe. Carmen Electra. Yeah. It's got a ring to it. It's goofy. All right. You want to talk about uh, this podcast today? I would love to. Okay. Without a trace, Ireland's vanishing triangle. You've heard, of course, Brandy, of the Bermuda Triangle. Yes, I've heard of the Bermuda Triangle. That's where men go and they lose their shorts. Well, clearly. Yes. This is the Ireland's vanishing triangle. There's women disappearing over there in Ireland. We have a lot of listeners in Ireland. I hope none of them disappear, but sometimes when Chuck goes on, you know, he talks, people disappear. I know. Is this a current is this is this a current event mm. that it is occurred happening? in the 90s, yeah, in the 90s. Mm. But uh, you know, it could come back. We don't know. We we really don't. Yeah. Let me talk. Let me tell you about. Tell me a little bit. Seems to be places in the world, Brandy, where people have a tendency to just vanish. Your thoughts on that? I have several people I'd like to give maps to those places. <laughs> For whatever reason, these locations have an unsettling quality about them of erasing people off the face of the earth. Do they go to an alternate dimension? Well, we don't know yet. Let's, let's, we'll talk about theories a little bit later on. Because oh, I'm all about that. You like uh, different dimensions. All. Well, I'm, you know, thin and dumb and blonde. And, I mean, I probably got life by the balls in another dimension. I, you know, I would like to, I really would like a, to visit another dimension. I need to look in my mirror because my mirror is haunted. They say mirrors are like the portal to other dimensions. Well, in the eyes of the windows to the soul. But well, are the things still showing up on your mirror? Yeah, it's the same one, though. Well, maybe he's trying to, you know, tell you something, and you're not getting it. I think so. Shocking. (laughs) I'm a little slow. 
anyway, these uh, places on the earth where these people disappear, um, some of these disappearances have never been solved, such as the case in Ireland, um, where over a period of several years, women began to go missing for unexplained reasons, Brandy, and have never been seen or heard of again. Their cases uh, unsolved, and the vanishing triangle has become one of Ireland's most perplexing unsolved mysteries, Brandy. Your thoughts on that? Perplexing. Perplexing. Between the years 1993 and 1998, of course you remember those years. I do. Yes. Uh, Ireland was held in the grip of fear, Brandy, and paranoia when a strange series of high-profile disappearances within an 80-mile radius occurred around the city of Dublin. So we have a lot of Irish listeners. I hope they don't disappear, Brandy. Yes. The first of these disappearances was that of a, actually an American woman, a 26-year-old student of Irish heritage by the name of Annie McCarrick. That is an Irish name. Yes. She was originally from Long Island, New York, though. That's here in the United States. In it the is. great state of New York. Well, yes. Uh, anyway, she was living in Ireland, and uh, she was a student. She was going there to learn about her Irish heritage. And on March 26, 1993, Annie McCarrick went about running some errands around Dublin, in the village of, let me see, I probably mispronounced this word. <laughs> Odds are good. Odds are in that favor. Enos Carey. Enos Carey. The village of Enos Carey. Um, so she was running some errands around Enos Carey for that day. And she was confirmed to have been at a grocery store and a bank. And also on a bus um, uh, bound for this little town, Enos Carey, a place that she uh, visited frequently at approximately 3.40 p.m. This was the last confirmed sighting of Annie McGarrick. Remember, she's 26 years old. Now, there were some reports that she wound up uh, in a popular pub around 9 p.m. Because, you know, there's Irish. They like to drink brandy. They do. Yeah. Uh, they, she ended up in a... Uh, there's some reports that she ended up in a pub called Johnny Fox's Pub. I assume that Johnny Fox is the owner and proprietor. It would make sense. It would. Uh, in the village of Glen Cullen in uh, the Royal Mountain uh, mountains surrounding Dublin, where she had purportedly gone to see an Irish dancing show. Have you ever done any Irish dancing? I have not, but I have a friend that whose daughter does that. Do you think you could ask them to attend uh, DweebCon and dance a jig? Well, she's a little young for DweebCon, so I probably will not. Do you think we have any of our members who would be able to dance a jig? I don't know if they'd be able to, but if they try. Yes, especially after drinking. Mm-hmm. Our listeners tend to drink a lot. Have you noticed that? I'm, I'm okay with it. All right. They're just fine. All right. Back to the story, then. Please. Witnesses would go on to claim that Annie had been with a young man in a wax jacket, Brandy. What? A uh, wax jacket? He had a wax jacket. Would you like to explain what yeah, I, a wax jacket is? Yes, because I researched these stories. I looked that up. All right. It's a jacket that is common with uh, people in Ireland and England. They, 
their country, uh, that countrymen, people living in the country, men living in the country, wear it's a, it's a wax cotton uh, jacket. Dude, does it melt? I don't. I don't think it's a kind of wax, but maybe, maybe it's a blend, maybe a wax cotton blend. A wax cotton. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, because if it was all wax, that'd be. That'd then it be, would melt. That'd be silly. That'd be that'd be done. and stiff. Yes. Yeah, it would catch on fire. It's flammable. It is. Yes. Um, well, anyway, this guy's walking around with a candle. I mean, a jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her candle. Uh, anyway, they, they claimed that they saw Andy was uh, last. I might, I might get the Colonel and I a wax jacket for Christmas. Oh, I think you should. And an ascot. I think I would look dashing in a one. Get an ascot. Yeah. I would really like to wear an ascot if I was a... Um, I'd like to be a lord. Oh, I know. Or a baron. I know. But you have to wear a monocle to be a baron. Yeah, I... I Dems uh, the rules. Yeah, I need to... I need to... Uh, well, you I, wear two monocles. I don't care. You just have to wear at well, least that's, one. That's just crazy. <laughs> I don't make these rules. No one wears two monocles. They wear one monocle. Well, then wear one. How do they decide which eye to put the monocle on? I don't know. Yeah, I, I look for you. I, I look to you for answers, and uh, I think it's the you know the eye that can see out of it. Well, but wouldn't both of your eyes benefit from a monocle? No, not necessarily, because if you get a you know your prescriptions for your eyeglasses, they're not well. You don't actually go to an optometrist. You get your shit, you know, at the dollar store. At the dollar store, but <laughs> when you when you go to the eye doctor, sometimes uh, your eyes have different prescriptions. Or, oh. That's weird. Well, yeah, and then, you know, you use the monocle for whatever eye that was made for. But could you use it on the other eye if you chose to? No, that'd be dumb. (laughs) Then you couldn't see out of it. I would like any of our listeners who who wears monocles to please please, uh, come on our Facebook page and describe your, your experience wearing a monocle. I'd be. I, I think a lot of people would be interested in hearing. You know, I don't know. I bet they your monocle, cheek would get tired. <laughs> your cheek would get tired. But a lot of people would be interested, don't you think, in uh, hearing the confessions of a monocle wearer? Um, we should talk to Mr. Peanut. Anyway, let me talk about this lady. So she was in with uh, Annie was last seen with a young man in a wax jacket who apparently had paid her cover charge. To go into this pub. This is Johnny Fox's pub. A cover charge. Owned by Johnny John, Fox. Johnny Fox. Get the fuck out. This was the last report of of her. This is the last report anyone had of seeing her. Although no one apparently saw the two of them leave the pub, neither of them were seen again. Either the man with the wax jacket or Annie. Well, here's well, the, wax jacket is a panty dropper, Brandy. You have to admit. That. I well, I, I recognize that, but my question, I suppose, is. But you said the the Ireland Triangle only took women, right? Well, there's some thought that this guy might had had something to do with her disappearance. Yeah, that he was not a uh, stand up guy. Yes. Well, I mean, he wore a wax jacket, which indicates to me that he was a stand-up guy. But, you know, I guess anyone could buy a wax jacket, if, especially if you wanted to throw throw someone off to making you think that you were a stand-up guy. You wear a wax jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All I right. would like a wax jacket for Christmas. I will check into it for you. When Annie McCarrick did not show up the next day for work to pick up her paycheck, because, you know, people will show up to pick up their paycheck usually. 
Mm -hmm. This is probably before direct deposit. Probably. And then she was absent from a scheduled dinner party that she was supposed to attend that next day. Um, People became concerned. And it quickly turned into one of the largest, most extensive uh, searches in Ireland's history, Brandy. Hmm. Even uh, they looked for her more than they looked for potatoes. You think? Yes. Hmm. They wanted to find her. Uh, and a lot of they got a lot of criticism for it because some of these girls, they didn't really spend a lot of time looking for. But because uh, Annie was American and her dad was a cop, I guess, in the United States, mm. they really went all out to try to find her. But with no, no luck, um, they never did find her. They never did find anything associated with her, nor did they find this guy that was wearing a wax jacket. Mm. The case has been baffling, Brandy, because no one can even agree on the last time she was seen. Because some people said she was at the pub. Other people said the last time she was seen, you know, was earlier in the day. Hmm. Um, Although there are witnesses to put her in the pub between 9 and 11 p.m. on that day, authorities um, apparently remained skeptical that she had ever even gone out. Because... It was four miles from where she was at in Inniscarry to mm-hmm. Johnny's Pub. It was a cold, wet evening, and the only way she would have been able to get there would have been to walk for some reason. So She could have rode a bike. Or one of those scooters, one of those birds. Yeah, could have rode a bike. They don't, the, the uh, authorities are skeptical of that, Brandy. Of the bike? Of the theory that she was in the pub. They think it was oh. someone else. Um, this, but this would not be the only strange disappearance uh, in this area. A mere three months later, Brandy, yeah. about 90 days, sure. 39-year-old Eva Brennan. Eva? Eva. Eva. There we go. Eva Brennan, not Eva, not Eva. Eva Brennan, like in Eva Braun. But it wasn't yes, Eva Braun. But it wasn't her. No. Okay. She died in the bunker. This is Eva Brennan. Okay. okay. I'm there. 39-year-old Eva Brennan disappeared in the foothills of the Dublin Mountains after leaving her parents' house in Rathdon Park, which is nearby, on her way home to her apartment on Sunday, July 25th, 1993. Where were you at that day? When? Sunday, July 25th, 1993. What were your whereabouts? I was in church. I don't believe that. Well, Jesus takes attendance. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I always ask my friend if she could take notes when she's at church because that way I would never have to attend if someone would like take notes. No. Yeah. I see. Uh, she says it's not allowed, apparently. <laughs> Some kind of rule. I don't think that's a rule. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I think if you can televise a sermon, you can take notes. Can you go to church? Does it count if you go to church on the internet? I think so. Okay, well, I'm an internet Christian. I'll become an internet Christian. Well, there you go. Become an internet preacher. What if you talk in tongues? No one would hear you if you're not at church. Are you going to be an internet preacher? I might. Well, then people could hear you. I'd be a Skype preacher. (laughs) You're going to Skype. The colonel, I don't want to, you know, and he's doing that. He's going to have the laying on of the hands at DreamCon. So I don't, he's going to have a revival and I don't want to, you know. (sighs) Rain on his brain. Fuck's sake. Eva disappeared, Brandy, after leaving a family lunch 
See, you should always you be careful when you go to You should never go to a family lunch, first of all. Yeah. But if you do, the lunch was at her parents' house. And her father went to her apartment because she had not uh, come to the family home for two days. So they, she disappeared for a couple of days. Dad goes to check it out. He rings her doorbell. Then he went over to, across the street there was a, from her house was a pub called the, called the Horse and Hound Pub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old horse and The old horse and hound. hound. Yep. Horse and Hound Pub. I bet they have T-shirts. Probably. Uh, they owned that. The family owned that. The Brendan family owned that. He asked the barman there, uh, with bartender, I guess, to come over, and they broke a window out of her apartment to get in. The jacket she had worn on that day when she was at the family um, picnic, or not family cookout, whatever. Is it a wax jacket? <laughs> I don't think it was a wax jacket. I don't know. It could have been, but it's, it's not It's not in my research. The jacket hmm. she had worn that day Some was there. research. Uh, yeah, it was there in her apartment. So they know at least that she made it home that day because mm-hmm. she was wearing that jacket. Now, interesting, this particular case was uh, allegedly met with um, indifference by the local authorities. Uh, with the family, uh, the family, this is one of the families that would complain that they were doing too little to find out what happened to their daughter compared to the well, the better-known an Merrick case that happened three months before. Um, it would not be four, until four months later that any real effort was uh, put into finding out what happened at all. And finally, they decided they were going to take fingerprints, uh, and it was months later. The family had already cleaned the house. There was no, no fingerprints left. So this poor young lady, they just didn't put much effort in it. According to the fam, uh, the family, somebody could have visited her um, when she was home and left with that person. She was not the type of person that would go out at night, and she was always very careful. Uh, Eva disappeared just three months after Anna Merrick. So okay, so we got these two young ladies three months apart disappear in the same general area. Um. The disappearances would continue a year later when 22-year-old Amilda Keenan went missing on January 3rd, 1994. Where were you at on that day? I don't know what January 3rd, Mm -hmm. 1994, I was home from college. Watching the Sugar Bowl, perhaps. I doubt that. Binging on uh, Twilight Zone. It's a holiday. I mean, the third is right after. Right. uh, Of course, I might have been headed back to school by then. Okay. Well, after being last seen walking along Lombard Street in Waterford, Ireland. Yes. Uh, she had been living with her boyfriend, Mark Wall, Brandy. Oh, okay. Nimelda told uh, Mark that she was going to the post office. She's going to the post, going to post something, post sure. mail. Sure, sure, sure. And she left the apartment around one thirty in the afternoon. The last confirmed sighting of Imelda is at the time when she was seen crossing the road by the local doctor, uh, by a local doctor's secretary who, who knew her well. So the secretary and a friend observed her crossing the road at the corner by the Tower Hotel on Lombard Street. She was never seen again. Hmm. And again, this is 1.30 in the afternoon. This would be followed by the disappearance of Josephine Dollard, Brandy, Age 21. It's an unfortunate name. It is. She was last seen hitchhiking Brandy mm. from Dublin to Kilkenny 
on no- in the nineties. Yeah, on, in I don't no- think anybody hitchhiked in the nineties. She did. She was seen hitchhiking in November nineteen ninety five. One witness claimed that she was using a payphone. Um, oh, remember those? Yeah, they, they don't. Do they have them anymore? I've I've seen a couple, but not very many. They certainly don't have phone booths. Yeah, man, it's been harder to pick up hookers since they did away with the phone booths. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, a witness uh, saw her using a payphone, after which uh, she apparently just stepped off the face of the earth because no one has seen her. A friend later claimed that uh, Josephine had indeed called her from the phone booth, I guess. They tracked the number. But uh, had to cut the call short after telling her friend that there was a car approaching her. So well, that's kind of creepy. Well, yeah, but why? Okay. Why am I cutting the call short just because there's a car coming? Well, I guess she was scared. I would, well, maybe she, was, maybe she thought they'd give her a ride. Oh, yeah, because she was hitchhiking. Right. 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 Then in 1996, Brandy, a 25-year-old hairdresser and model named Fiona Pender. Okay. Fiona, I like that name. She was seven months pregnant. Mm. She was a model and a hairdresser, but probably not at the same time. You don't know that. You don't know her life. She went outside of her flat. That's an apartment. Uh Uh-huh. In the town of Tullamore, and she was never seen again, Brandy. (sighs) These people are just disappearing left and right. And there's no common... No, well, I mean, they're young, they're women, but... But they, there's no common, like, spot. Like, the Bermuda no, it, Triangle is a spot. A, it's an 80-mile radius. Okay. Yeah, around Dublin. 80-mile radius around Dublin. Okay. Police believe at the time that she had been murdered and perhaps buried in the Salive Blue Mountains, which was nearby, but no sign of her was ever found. Hmm. In another case... These are, that's creepy. This is getting creepy. Another case, Sierra Bream, who was 17 years old, went missing uh, from her own home at Bachelor's Walk on the night of February 13th, 1997. So here we are, almost Valentine's Day, 1997, and we have another young missing, this girl 17, a little bit younger than the others. That evening, she had gone to her mother's to a local cafe. She had gone with her mother to a local cafe, after which she had gone home and watched TV until she, uh, they went to bed at 12.25 a.m. 12.25. Yeah, just after midnight. And at 1.50 a.m., Sierra's mother went to the bathroom, probably had to pee. Could be. And she peeked in Sierra's room <laughs> to find that I'm she— not judging. She peeked in Sierra's room to find that she was simply gone. She wasn't there. Right gone. She hmm. went to bed— 1225, 150, Sierra mom has to go to the bathroom, and she peeks in on Sierra, and Sierra's not there. Since she had not taken any of her belongings with her, and it was uh, not known to just sneak out of her room at night, it's considered unlikely she had left on her own. Sierra Breen has never been found, and no one knows to this day what has happened to her or why she vanished from her, her own room. That's creepy shit. It is. Now, in the following year, Brandy, in 1998, there was an equally bizarre disappearance mm-hmm. when an 18-year-old student teacher named Deidre Jacob seemingly ceased to exist. The young woman had been witnessed by several motorists. I always picture these guys 
driving a car with their um, goggles on and their oh uh, clearly with their, their scarf flying behind uh, yeah, them yeah, yeah yeah and the hat with I the, always thought they had a motor when they always called Rodney King the motorist the motorist Rodney King I always saw him driving a Model T anyway um, this motorist a young woman had been witnessed by several motorists on her way home after running some errands in broad daylight on a highly visible road she had been walking her entire life and neighbors had well i mean she'd she, been walking her entire life well, i mean she'd been I on that not. road on and off her entire uh-huh. life i mean not, uh-huh. not like when she was born she started walking and she had stopped i mean like she would do it like every, every other day she could go on a walk or uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I mean, she, uh-huh. she's used to her surroundings neighbors said that she had actually made it to within 200 yards of her parents house but bizarrely, she never managed to make it all the way. She never made it there, get there. Hmm. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? That sucks. Yeah, it does. Deidre never entered the home. And even weirder, Brandy, no one saw her leaving the area. She simply was there one moment in front of her house and gone the next. She has never been seen since. Hmm. I mean, this is pretty recently. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, the 90s. It seems recent to me, I guess. It is. It, no, it seems recent to me, too. Yeah. Neighbor, okay, so that same year came the mysterious vanishing of 19-year-old Fiona Sanut. Now, we have another Fiona. Another Fiona. Yeah, I'm telling you, this Fiona, is you, you need to put a, a GPS on them or something. You need to put one of those ankle braces if you're named Fiona and you live over in, in that triangle. She was last seen in public uh, in the county Rexford, Wexford with her boyfriend who claimed that the next day she had gone to the doc- a doctor's appointment and just vanished. She never showed up at the doctor's office. Hmm. Despite many rumors of murder and, fr- uh, and frantic searches, no trace of uh, Fiona was ever found. So we got two missing Fionas. Shit. With so many disappearances over the same general geographic area in such a in such quick secession, the media latched on to this morbid story. Well, yeah, and began calling the region the Vanishing Triangle, which was generally used to denote an area that stretched from Wexford in the south to Luth in the north and Offley in the west, an eighty-mile radius. Uh, and in all those cases, the victims share one uh, some common traits. They di- all disappeared within a certain geographical range mm-hmm. at the eastern part of the town of Leinster, mm-hmm. and they all of them were women between the ages between their late teens uh, and up to the age of forty. All of them were described as looking quite young for their age. In uh, every case, the victim vanished without anything suspicious being noted. After being seen, uh, uh, being seen as being there one minute and gone the next, without leaving any evidence at all behind. Hmm. The physical profile also seems to be similar in each case. You have the same profile: young, attractive females who have all disappeared within a you know very close geographical triangle. The common denominator is there's no evidence left behind. There's no evidence at all. No shoe, no belt, no purse, no watch, nothing. Okay? No wax jacket. Shit. The area was no stranger to sinister happenings at the time. There there had been, in fact, been some mysterious deaths attributed even before these cases. So some some shenanigans were going on there. (sighs) Shenanigans. 
For instance, Brandy, you know what kind of reminds me of where there's no evidence? Remember when those um, the Washington snipers were out? Oh, yeah. And they were shooting people, and they, they were like no clue. Yeah, no, yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. We have to show them sometime. Yeah. I think they could have done that forever, how they, they were doing it. They yeah. were shooting out of the back of a trunk of a car. Yeah. I think they could have went on doing that forever. They just wanted to get caught. But anyway, um, so some of the shenanigans that had been going on in this area. For instance, in July of 1987, well, I mean, that's still almost 10 years prior, right? Or six years from the earliest one, I guess. There had been a disappearance of a 27-year-old mother of two her name was Antoinette Smith Brandy. Oh. She turned up dead in Calkitty on the foothills of the Dublin Mountains. So there's a, you know, a woman murdered there. There was, uh, then there was the case of Patricia Dowry, 34, who vanished while she was shopping only to turn up dead in the same mountains in June of 19. So they found her. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah, these are not that included. Turn up dead. Yeah, that turn up dead. They okay. were earlier cases. Okay. So she was shopping at the Bilo and then just. Yeah, at the Piggly Wiggly. At the Piggly Wiggly. Yes. Dude, the Piggly Wiggly's expensive. I don't know if they, they have Piggly Wigglies in Ireland, though. No, they're missing out if they don't. Yes. I would agree with that assessment. <sighs> yeah. You probably can buy wax jackets at Piggly Wigglies. You can't. No. I'm gonna, I'm I was gonna, just at one, and you cannot. I'm hoping I get a wax jacket for Christmas. I will look on Amazon. Thank you. Just for you. Thank you. There have been other remains found in the region which are less identifiable, hmm. and cases like these led the Irish authorities to, sus- to suspect that there was perhaps one. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Or more serial killers behind the disappearances and deaths. What do you think? I think that makes uh, that that's uh, using very lo- good logic there. What do you think about that, Tim? I think it's a reasonable, reasonable assumption. In 1998, shortly before the Synod vanishing, the Irish police set up a special task force called Operation Trace in an effort to track down any information to this end. I like that name. It's yeah, catchy. It's not very imaginative. It's catchy. Eh. They focused on the six main vanishings and came to the conclusion that the women had likely been murdered. Murdered. 
Murdered. Doesn't seem like that was a big leap there for them to take. They weren't really well, going out on a limb. Yeah, but where, I mean, why was there never no evidence? That's the weird part. And that the McCarrick, Dollard, and Jacob cases were all linked. Oh. Various leads were pursued, and there were several suspects looked at, but there was never enough evidence to make anything stick. Despite interviewing numerous potential witnesses and suspects... That would be more than one. Yes, and pouring over all available information, nothing concrete was turned up, although there were some possibly promising leads. Hmm. One of the most promising suspects was a rapist. They are always promising suspects. <laughs> Fucking rapist. Ugh. And all around, oh, he's an, a rapist and all around bad guy. Because, you know, if he wasn't, if it wasn't bad enough that he was a rapist, yeah, he's, he's all around he's the guy's over, a dick. Yeah. He does no redeeming qualities. Well, his name is Larry Murphy. So if uh, you see Larry Murphy out anywhere, whoop his ass. Yes. Fucking uh, Larry. Who was arrested in 2000 after kidnapping a local woman, throwing her in his car trunk, and raping her several times out in the wilderness before trying to strangle her to death. So Larry Murphy's a dick. So if, if, if you're listening to us in the big house over there in Dublin. Larry Murphy. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Larry Murphy. Yeah. We're going to get t-shirts that say fuck you, Larry Murphy, on them. That's right. Con. That's right. Do you ever watch Dave Chappelle? No. Well. He's yeah. from Ohio, though, right? He is. He's from um, Yellow Springs. Yeah, but very close. He would talk. He had Charlie Murphy on there, who was uh, Eddie Murphy's brother oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, told and all heard, kinds I, of stories. I've heard Charlie Murphy before. Charlie Murphy. He's dead, though. He did die. I was yeah. sad. Okay, so, but Larry, this yeah, Larry Murphy, wife, yeah. this shit stain on humanity, yes. was caught in the act by two hunters and arrested after trying to flee and was subsequently convicted and sentenced. Oh, he got 15 years in prison. He could feasibly be out. Ugh, I, hope, I hope he's getting raped in They should house. have shot him. I don't know why or, they didn't shoot him. Yeah. He's not a good guy. No, it was suspected that Murphy may have been behind at least some of the mysterious disappearances, especially since he lived in the same area where Dollard and Jacob had vanished and was similar in appearance to the description given for the man last seen with McCarrick. Did he own a wax jacket, though? I don't know. That's a good question. But, but the, I, apparently wax jackets are very popular in Ireland. Are they? Yeah. So, I mean, you know. But he has maintained to this day that he had nothing to do with the vanishing well, of triangle. Well, he's a fucking rapist. You don't think he's going to lie? I know. No, he's got to tell the truth because right. that's what rapists do. Yeah. Uh, he has nothing to do with the vanishing triangle vanishings. And the mother of one of the victims, Jacob, also said that he's not responsible. But I don't have well, to then, know. Yeah. So if you know, yeah. you know, let's yeah. hear it. Yeah. Bessie. I think it's... Uh... Yeah. Come on, Ethel, give up the information well, you already. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, the, the fame, I can't think of the name of the kid, but the famous case where they, the kid disappeared on his bicycle here in the United States, and they think he was, well, his mother's theory was that he was caught up in some sex ring or something. Maybe that's kind of like what she's, maybe she has her own theory and they, she don't want to listen to anything else. Because how else would she, how else could she say he wasn't involved? How would she know? Maybe she. Maybe they were having an affair. No, no one's having an affair with Larry Murphy. He's Dude, somebody's probably married him in that Irish prison by now because people are crazy. I know he has neck tattoos. Well, it doesn't matter. People are crazy. Right. Women are crazy, and so they're going to go out there and go, "Oh, but I can fix well, him. It. I love him." Those and women, so that's what they do. The, those guys in prison, they they have their own like uh, dating sites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get all the pussy. Well, maybe you should go to prison. <laughs> I just might. 
I'll get my wax jacket first. There you go. Nevertheless, during his incarceration, the vanishing stopped, making him more suspicious. Mm. And he was dubbed by the media the Beast of Baltinglass. Well, that's not very catchy. Mm. It probably is if you say it with an Irish accent, but I'm not going <laughs> to. You know, we know how to pronounce the word. Sure. Yeah. Despite all of this, there was simply not enough evidence to link him to the disappearances, and he has never been charged for them. Fuck you, Larry Murphy. We yeah, think you Just did. on general principle. Our opinion is you did it. First of all, let's not speak for me. It's not our opinion. <laughs> we welcome I you. I have not uh, formed an opinion okay, yet. Okay, Larry Murphy, we welcome you to call in. We'll do an interview on Skype, and you can re- repudiate. Repudiate all these charges. What the fuck are you yammering about? No, well, I don't want to talk to Larry Murphy. Well, we got to give him equal time because we we called him a rapist. We slandered his name, yeah. his good name. Well, we didn't say he killed him. I guess he just, he raped him. We don't know if he killed him or not. Okay. Sorry, Larry. I'm not sorry, Larry. Fuck you. Also considered as a promising lead was a notorious. Oh, you know what? I thought it said notorious B.I.G., but it does not. Oh, that was cool. it was a notorious IRA terrorist and child rapist. Oh, who was found to have possibly been with Annie McCarrick on the night she disappeared. Well, fuck this guy, too. Well, wait a minute. This guy is a notorious IRA terrorist? Uh-huh. So he has... Not a, IRS. IRA. He has, an, he has an individual retirement account. Uh-huh. And he's, he's a terrorist. And he's terrorizing people with it. That's not, that's not right. No, it's not cool at all. Uh, let's see. According to the Irish police, there was reliable information that showed the man had told other IRA members that he had offered the missing woman a ride that night, after which he claimed to have dropped her off at a bus stop. It was suspected that he actually had driven her into the mountains, killed her, and buried the body, possibly to keep her quiet, about secret information he had divulged to her. I, I so he picks this chick up on the side of the road and is divulging secret I'm information. A ter- I'm a terrorist for the IRA. And a yeah. kitty rapist. And yeah. so, yeah. But now I have to kill you because I told you that. I think he's... I, I, I think he's Bullshit. Well, he's a, he's a shit stain, too. Despite this lead, the IRA itself did nothing internally to punish him. Hmm. I didn't know that that was a thing well, that they, they have did. A, they have an internal uh, disciplinary process, and uh, they have it's, it's progressive discipline. Oh, oh, so they, they probably just gave him a correction act, corrective action plan. Well, if it's his first, yeah, first murder, then second murder, you, you know, you get written up. Three day suspension following that, then ten day. Eventually, they could kick you out of the whole. Are they unionized? Yeah, they're unionized. Get the fuck out! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I read a lot. Oh yeah, I yeah you do for the, you know, for the articles. That's what you read. All right, so. I want a wax jacket. I know. So the IRA didn't internally punish it. What the fuck? Even when he continued assaults on children. Oh, the he was never convicted within the organization, and the IRA did not alert the Irish to these offenses. We need to put him and so Larry f- Murphy in a death match. <clears throat> well, first of all, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. I, and so help me, because I'm not. Yeah. I'm unclear. Okay. The IRA, I understand, had a certain amount of, of uh, sorry, power. Yes. Uh back in the day or maybe they still have it still i don't know have, i think okay but i don't think it's up to them to dole out punishment well you know you you that you uh 
I mean, unless it's unless it's you know mob justice, in which case right. you, that's fine. And I think that's what it is. I think they they monitor their own, and if people well, they're clearly not monitoring their own yeah. because they knew about it. Well, they didn't punish he, him. They didn't kill him. He's in the progressive discipline. He's getting first got a written warning. Hmm. I don't like it. Well, they so. need to move that along. What about Larry Murphy? Well. Sorry, Larry. We know we're oh, well, slandering here. you. Oh, well, oh, so this is awesome, though. Okay. Suspiciously, the IRA moved the man to France and then later to the U.S. Oh, good. And we have him now. Yeah. Yes. Shortly after McCarrick's disappearance. And despite efforts to have him extradited... He's never been arrested or charged for any of his crimes. Where's this asshole live? Leading to the idea that he was being protected by his own. Mm. Where's this asshole live? Do we know? Uh, my guess is Hazard, Kentucky. That's where people go to disappear I, and die. I, I didn't know that there was a lot of uh, former IRA members in Hazard, Kentucky. They would stick out a little bit. Do they wear wax jackets? I don't know. But they would stick out a little they bit. They would. They would. But if you want to go off the grid. They let me just shoes. tell you. If they have shoes in Hazard County, they Let me tell out. you something. Yes. You want to go off the grid somewhere? Mm-hmm. You go down there to fucking western Kentucky because there ain't dick there. Oh, you yeah. can go out there and just be all hillbilly, redneck, no oh, broad yeah. all the fucking time. I know. Nobody would ever know where you were. Yeah, I know. They don't even, they don't even have Crackle Barrel there. They, <laughs> they don't. Well, it's a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, they don't. Well, I or think Golden there's Corral. They, there's a Cracker Barrel around somewhere, probably close to the expressway. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, you got to travel a little bit. But you get back in some of those hollers, dude. Not- let me tell you what. First of all, my grandmother, and this is no shit, is mm-hmm. buried off of Chicken Gizzard Road, well, and you have to like cross. Pla- sounds like a pleasant place. You have to cross a fucking creek. One uh-huh. of the last times we were there, you had to like drive through a fucking creek. Uh huh. And, but you had to go a different way if it had rained because then you couldn't cross my fucking creek because it was too goddamn high and it would flood your car. Yeah, the creek would rise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's so that's where I have no clue where my grandmother is right now. Well, if my mother died, she's in Gizzard Creek County or Gizzard Creek. Well, she's Road, in she's right? in Casey County. Okay. But if my mom died today, I'd have no clue where my grandmother was. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You should get that. Uh, you should get that. GPS. You can't draw a map for that shit. And, but let me tell you something, this is what I don't understand, Mm -hmm. is you've got all these people, you know, you've got this sparsely, you know, sparsely populated place. Right. And they have Casey County High School, because evidently... But they all have fucking satellite dishes. Well, you have to, because there's no goddamn cable. Yes. But, here's my thing. Uh So do you just run into one of the larger towns that's 200 miles away every, like month uh, or yeah, something to so. pick up some you know something I from think, target i think so i need to be near a target like i have to i'm not that person that can just go out there and live amongst the what about nature a golden corral do you need to be near a golden corral surprisingly no i don't okay. need to be near a golden corral okay um no i don't okay. a mcdonald's is nice every once in a while i can cook though see i can cook i think annie ann's pizzas or uh pretzels pretzels yeah those are tasty. Yeah. Yeah, those but, are. And you can't get them out in uh, Hazard County. I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't been to Hazard in a long time. They have, like, dairy, a Dairy Queen or I, something. Yeah, they have a Dairy Queen. They, and they have an IGA. Yeah. But, I mean. That meets all your basic needs. Very basic. 
because I'm such a fucking snot. I'm like, well, where? I'm sorry, where's the provolone? Provolone. <laughs> they don't even know what the hell you're talking about, dude. One of the last times, and Jacob was young, but we were going, and he got car sick in the car. So my mom, my mom, my grandmother says, and we were, we were out in I don't even know the east side of hell or whatever. But my grandma says, okay, let's go to the mall. Uh-huh. Well, first of all. I had to get Jake out of the car because he got sick on himself. He got car sick. So I had to get him out of the car and strip his clothes off of Uh him. And as I'm doing this, I look over and we're by a llama farm. So there's all these llamas like lined up against the fence. So I'm like not really in the mood for fucking llamas or it was just surreal. Okay, fine. Llamas are nice. They spit. Well, you can shear them and make a nice jacket. Well. Not a wax jacket. No. So I get him in the car, and my grandma says, okay, let's go to the mall. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, sweet baby Ray's, where is a mall around here? Are you kidding me? No, so she gave my mom directions. Are you sure you was not in Peru? Let me tell you something. Yes. We pulled up to this fucking, and there's no other way to put it. It was a general store, like a literal uh-huh. general store. Did it have a barrel of pickles? It Yes, and it carried, uh-huh. the only two brands that it carried uh-huh. were Carhartt and Wrangler. There's oh. all you can find. So we got we got these clothes, and my mom says, okay, I'm going to buy them. For coal miners. Sure. For, or whatever, farmers. Got so it. anyway, so we get up there, and we're going to buy these clothes for, for Jake. And mom goes up there, and she hands him her credit card. And the guy just kind of looks at her for a minute. <laughs> and this is after he's punched in her shit, like right. on one of those, like, um, registers where the keys pop up and you do right, the right. handle. Right, right, Yeah. Cash registers. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, so... I know what it is, but it was just an old one. So anyway, okay. so he says, okay, I'm, you know, she gives him his card. Well, he keeps swiping it, and it's not going through. And she's like, well, you know, that's kind of, that's what I have. So finally he stands there for a second. He goes, wait a minute. And I shit you not. He yelled, Eunice, are you on the phone? And she <laughs> says, yeah. He goes, get off. I got to run a credit card. I'm like, so, oh, uh, fuck. So it's one of those dial-ups. Oh, God damn, yes. <laughs> He fucking ran that thing through and it dialed up. And then he did the thing where you run the um, carbon copy uh, yeah, of the yeah, card. And yeah. that's where you, I'm like, it was a Twilight Zone. Oh, my God. It was Jake was young. I mean, oh. so it was probably 10 years ago but or something. Still, still. I mean, 10 years ago, it right. was 2008. <laughs> I mean, give me a goddamn break. Eunice, are you on the phone? <laughs> Or did Eunice get off the phone? Eunice had to get off the phone. She wasn't happy about it either. I could hear her back there. I'm off. I'm like, what are you fucking gossiping about? There's nothing here but goddamn llamas and Carhartt paints. I don't know where they have llamas in Hardin, Kentucky for. Who who the fuck knows? (laughs) Who the fuck knows? I'm sorry, Brandy, you had to experience that. Dude, it was crazy Twilight Zone kind of shit. Yeah. It was. That's deliverance shit. It is. It was so weird. Yeah. All right, so the IRA claimed that the accusations against their member, um, they were without merit and okay. politically motivated. Okay, so they denied it. Of course. Yes. Compounding this lead has been the accusation that the Irish authorities may have mishandled the case. Hmm. Alan Bailey, formerly of the Irish police and who served 13 years as a national coordinator for Operation Trace, wrote a book on the Vanishing Triangle called Missing, Presumed. That's a dumb name, in which he claims that the IRA suspect was not as adequately pursued by authorities as they claimed. Ah. Well, of course not. Bailey states that he had a source who claimed that he approached the Irish authorities on several occasions with information about the IRA connection, 
but that these leads were not followed up on and even ignored, and that the IRA suspect was actually never seriously pursued. Uh, so the, he's saying that uh, there's some incompetence there with the authorities. I don't know if it's so much incompetence as... Don't care? They just don't care? Well, no, probably some of them are in the IRA. Oh, uh, maybe. Or have some kind of ties. Okay. Uh, Bailey admonishes Irish investigators for general incompetence, shoddy police work, and mishandling of various leads and evidence concerning the missing women and their crimes. I've been admonished for uh, incompetence. I just did that to you earlier. Yes. Another possible suspect looked at in recent years is a rapist and murderer, goddamn, named Robert Howard. Fuck you, Robert Howard. Fuck you, Bob. Who's gruesome. Exactly. Hmm. Bobby. Bobby. whose gruesome acts earned him the sinister media nickname the werewolf Ew. who one reporter described as a known sexual deviant mm. a killer a rapist murderer and the personification of evil in ireland does he oh, wear fuck you a bobby wax, does he have a wax jacket i don't know it doesn't say mm. uh in 2001 Howard was convicted of the brutal rape and murder of a 14-year-old girl Uh. for which he was sentenced to life in prison. And he has a long rap sheet, including the sexual assault assault of a 6-year-old girl Uh. and another on a 58-year-old woman. Howard was up to these gruesome acts at right about the time when these women were disappearing, but there was never any hard evidence linking Howard to any of the young women. And therein lies the problem with these mysterious cases. There's just not enough to get anyone convicted, leaving all of these leads to languish in limbo of speculation and circumstantial evidence. I hate that shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, they got a lot of creeps for a small area like that. Um, let's see. The evidence needed to link anyone to the crimes is just so scant that it has consistently left authorities and private investigators totally frustrated and baffled. The Irish vanishing... I'm baffled a lot. Well, yeah. Are you frustrated? Not so much, but I'm baffled. I'm frustrated I can't get a wax jacket, but I'm baffled a lot. Well, we'll look on Amazon when we're done, okay? okay. Simmer down. All right. Uh, let's I have si- one. Just, just very sharp. I, I understand. Okay. Simmer the fuck down. Okay. Can, I wonder if you can get like a velvet kind of wax jacket. Velvet? I know a velvet With wax cotton. blend? Yeah. A velvet wax blend. It would be That'd nice. Be so Hugh Hefner. Yeah. yeah. The Vanishing Triangle cases have been I featured. Wear that at yes, you can, in numerous documentaries and books. But for all the attention they receive, there's been little headway made in getting the bottom of the mystery. It is still not known what happened to these women, whether they were killed or not, where they are, or even if their cases are linked in any way. Oh, here's a bunch of questions that I don't have answers to. Okay. What happened to these women? I don't know. Why did they all vanish without a trace in this one confined geographical area in such quick succession? It is odd. Are they linked in any way? I think so. These are the questions. I think so. That try men's hearts and souls. These are the questions likely to remain unsolved in one of Ireland's most enduring mysteries. Hmm. The disappearances came to an end by 2000. But... Mm -hmm. In late October 2012, there was renewed interest in the unofficial list of missing women when news broke of a 30-year-old pregnant woman named, I don't know, Flan is her last name. Okay. I can't even start to say that okay. name. Okay, so, so, so she's what, how old? A-O-I-F-E. Okay, how old is she? 
30. Okay. She's pregnant. All right. She inexplicably disappeared as she walked home from a, from a friend's house. All right. Her remains were later found in a 24-year-old man who was known to her been charged with her murder. Yeah, but her remains were found. That's the difference between her and the other girls, right? Well, the suspect is too young to have been convicted, connected to the other cases, which occurred when he would have been aged 5 to 10. Yeah. So what the fuck is he even in here? Why is all this in here? She didn't fucking disappear. They got somebody on her. Why the fuck are you pulling in some random bullshit to fuck people up? What the fuck is that? I just wanted to show you that there are still people becoming, uh, still people. Uh, He's not, she's not goddamn part of this. They found the motherfucker that killed her. 24-year-old well, dickless wonder there. Uh, what's his butt? Whoever the fuck he is. He's got nothing to do with anything else, and you're fucking throwing her ass in here? Well, he was five fucking years old when all this was going on. Well, I don't think it was him, and you've pulled this motherfucker into this goddamn story. <laughs> fucking random ass bullshit. Well, he's. He he's what? Been, he's what? He, he might have been, been the mastermind behind all of it. He may have been a little young. He's a fucking evil genius. He was just fucking sitting there like Pinky in the Brain yeah, or Dexter's Laboratory you, trying to pull. You don't know. You, you don't are know. fucking. What the fuck? I was put in for a little. Um, it was just put in to. To show that there's still murder in Ireland? Yes. Well, get the fuck out of town. But I got a question for you, Brandy. What the fuck? I got many questions now. What? What do you think happened to all these young ladies who disappeared? They're somewhere. They're somewhere. Somebody's grabbed them, and they're somewhere, and it's awful that these families can't get any closure. There's no evidence. There's no, you know, they didn't leave anything behind. Well, clearly somebody, first of all, let's establish something. It could be time travelers. Could be. Uh And I'm going to say no, though, because um, that's dumb. And, okay. but here's the thing. Here's, here's, so clearly the IRA has some kind of hold on the police in this area. Yeah, I don't think I that was one suspect though. I no, mean, no, 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 no. But but yes. was it? Yes. But no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But was it? There could be, you know, they don't know who did any of this. Correct. So the so somebody in the IRA ranks could have been doing all this and just because they said there were there's scant evidence there's this there that Maybe there's not. Maybe there's a mountain of evidence convicting a guy that's not the shithole that they moved over to here. I think it's Larry Murphy. Although, Larry, I apologize. I don't know that for sure. It's my, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's kind of slanderous. But My opinion, Larry. It's my opinion. But we I think... That we will bring you on the show and you can But did they it, continue? You know? I, I'm sure I said, but did it continue after they moved him? Yes. Yeah. So then it's not him. Yeah. Not him either. Yeah. It's a, it's a mystery. It's... That's why it's we somebody I think they know. I think they know, and it's somebody that they don't want to fucking talk about. So Somebody's you, paying them to be quiet. You think it might be a someone who's well-to-do? I think it's somebody who is well-to-do. I think it's somebody who pays a lot into the policeman's ball. Oh, I don't think that they would and, protect a murderer just to have a little, just to have punch at the, at the policeman's ball. Well, I think they would protect a murderer in order to drive a Maserati. I think it. Uh, I, I don't know what happened. It, I think it they're might, protecting. It, I think there might be time travel. Either that, or they are really, or they are just fucking incompetent. And I refuse to think that. Reminds me of that. Remember that trail? It's not goddamn time travelers. <laughs> it could be. I'm just no that motherfucker as an option. Or what do you think about the five year old that probably did it that you've thrown in here at the end? You think he's just back and forth, and well, maybe he's. You know, he's time-traveled back from uh, uh, 2012. It's, it, there's a coincidence that he killed somebody who, were in it, who was in that area. That's all I'm saying. So you think no other murders fucking happened because this son of a bitch? 
Let me tell you what happened. I, I told you. I think Larry Murphy is a prime suspect now. Well, I, fuck I don't Larry wanna, Murphy, I but don't he's wanna, already been in jail. I, I he want, was in jail. I don't want to defame him, but I think there's a possibility that he could have First something. of all, he's been defamed. <laughs> yes. Well, let me say this. He's I, publicly a kid Do you Gettler. think that it could be anything of uh, paranormal activity that takes these young ladies away? You know, it could be. Time but, travel. But the, sure. Yeah. But the skeptic in me says, no, it's somebody who's just taken them. So and, you think it's a You think it's a, yeah. a, a serial killer? Yeah. I think right. somebody's taken them. It reminds and, me of the Trail of awful. Tears in Canada where those girls disappeared mm-hmm. and uh, the feet that come up. Remember the feet? That, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Although... You know, I post because I post our podcast on different Facebook pages. They're very nice to allow us to post our stuff. And in one of them, I had someone responded that they did not like that show at all because they said that it was just a natural occurrence that those feet show up in that particular area because of the currents. Or something. But we talked about that as a possibility on the show. We did, and I don't. First of all, I don't believe that feet showing up anywhere detached from a body <laughs> is a natural occurrence well the people die in the uh, they die in the ocean somewhere and the current brings the feet here they're detached i don't know but that but you know the, they're all they were skeptical <laughs> that we did a show on it because they said that are uh, they critical that we did a show on it because it, it was, they said it was a national phenomenon it wasn't something it was that, a natural phenomenon yeah that it wasn't something uh weird about it but no, I still, it's weird. I don't like feet showing up out of nowhere. No, it's fucking weird. If they're gonna, if feet's gonna show up, at least have shoes on. Well, or a body attached. Yes, I do prefer my feet have a body attached to them. Okay, Brandy. So you don't have any other. You think it's the IRA guy? I think it's the ten-year-old. Okay. I think that's what happened. Any, is there any chance that it could be time travel? No. Yeah, that's why I said it's a ten-year-old. You dumb son of a bitch. Look. Okay. God damn it. You threw this motherfucker in here at the last fucking minute. <laughs> well, he could have just saying that there was something. No, I don't think it mean, I don't think so. I think it's somebody that they haven't that we don't know about. Okay. You th- but you think it's a I do uh, think they're being murdered. You you think it's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cuz there's plenty of places there to hide somebody. Yeah, there's a, it's a there's mountains. It's a mountainous areas, region. Yeah. There's plenty of places there. And you know the Irish they drink a lot. They do they, they may forget. Lost. They may they, get lost. They may forget where they put her. Yeah. All right, so um, we're that's a sad story, and uh, we hope that they find uh, find those ladies someday. But now we're going. See, I think somebody. Well, somebody needs to help their families out. Yeah, these poor because, families are fucking. Well, I, it does in suck. limbo. It, it and does suck oh, that they give a big. Uh, they pay a lot of attention when the American got killed, and not the local girls that got killed. I know. Well, no, time. and what's but what's I mean, fucked they, up? They, they should spend time on all of them. We pay a lot of attention when the foreigners get killed, but you know when it's one of us, we're like, eh. yeah. Well, you know, there's it COVID. happens. Yeah. Well, again, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a. We do the same it's thing. A, it's a riddle. Wrapped in an enigma. Yeah. Brandy, we would like to thank our fine, fine supporters of Patreon, those who make this show possible. Thank you all for joining us and supporting us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Oh, just a wee tiny bit, yes, Timmy. and we're hoping to see many of our supporters at DweebCon October 5th through 7th here in Cincinnati. If you'd like details on DweebCon, join our Facebook group. It's... History Dweebs, the podcast, and we'd love for you to join us. And Brandy now is going to give a shout-out to all of our wonderful supporters of Patreon. I am going to do that, but just recognize that 
this is not usually my job, so I am. You screw it up, and yeah, I understand. I will. Yes. So, Jim. It's usually Chuck's job. Yes. But uh, he's not with us today. He's probably out looking for a wax jacket. Could be. Jen, oh, shit. All right. I want to be the first start one that in over. the office wearing a wax jacket. You would be. You yeah. would absolutely be I the first one. Be. Start a trend. Jim Seabright. I'm known as a trendsetter. Andrew Scamal, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Strafford, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Sabota, Per Westman, Maggie Glover, Gracie's Mum, Erica Kenny, Hiro, The Comeback Podcast, L.K. Bar Anupt, Reen, Marissa Albanese, Bridget Clavey, Phyllis Munson, Jennifer Riker Smith, Stephen Potts, Anna Garrick, Garrett, sorry, D- <laughs> Ben Dubrovich. Yeah, and Anna and Ben are both coming to DeweekCon. Sweet. Ursula, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, Beth Ann Wallen, Michelle Johns. Michelle Marga- is coming as well. She is. Margaret McDonnell, Aaron Turner, Jess. Leanne Flanagan, who I believe is Irish, so we should ask her all about it. Yeah, she's she's Irish, but she lives in England, which is I think is fucked up myself, personally. Well, if you're I mean, Irish, you live in Ireland. I mean, don't live in England. You can call yourself Irish. I mean, I, I mean, I might as well say I'm, I'm Australian, but I live in the uh, the U.S. I, I don't. I, I've never been to Australia yet. She claims to be Irish, but she's living in England. I don't want to fucking do with you right now. Simmer down over there. I'm hoping she'll bring me a wax jacket. Oh, my God. Look it up on Amazon. Okay. Julia Rodriguez, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Tyrone, Marsha Boris, Stacy Alsop, Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, uh, They Walk Among Us podcast. Yes, we're going to see Ben and Roseanne. Yes, we know. In Chicago. Uh, Lorna Violet. Chi-Town. Yes, Michael Deo. Oh my God, Kelly Charette, Karen Russell Widner, Windy City. Yes, Callie Jones, Murder Capital of the United States right now. The Go uh, team. <laughs> Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, the Pleasing Terrors podcast with Mike Brown. That Tuttling Town. You're an idiot. <laughs> Sarah Bloom, Amber Croup, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois. I hope Amber Croup is uh, coming, and I hope that uh, Sarah Bloom is coming, but I don't know that they are. Kimberly Cameron. I hope they do. Elise Edrington. Edrington. Jesus, I can never say Edrington. The History Goes Bump podcast. Amber Trevino. Annette Petre. Elise. Jahara. Alicia and Chip Mincy. I love Elisa and Chip. I hope they come. Yes. They're in Tennessee. Yes, they are. Markia Smith, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley Strapp, Todd Long, Melissa Montoya, Maja, Shelley Garrett, Carol Elise, Kristen Malachinsky, Adam McWaters, The Rants and Reasons Podcast, Paula Kimes, The Vanished Podcast, Canadian True Crime, Charlie from Insight, Angela Santos, Lydia Wassum Fisher, Kim Stroop, uh, Nicole Adams, Ron, Ron, Tracy Smith, Bridget Bernhardt. Well, I could see how you get Ron out of Tracy Smith, really. I mean, really, how can you screw up that bad? First of all, motherfucker, <laughs> his last name is 
Monastrio. Okay. That might be right. Maybe not. I wasn't going to butcher it, but I hope you're happy now. It's not your uh, regular job. No, it's not. It's Chuck's. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Bridget Stacy, Cheryl Weldon, Miss Lady Beverly, Veronica, Chris Lane, Alexandra. Is it Elaine? Elaine? Elaine, mm-hmm. Elaine Baker. Good God. Vivian Vaca, Mark and Chi. She. 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 Mark mm-hmm. and She. Yes. <laughs> Amanda. Shannon Arnold. Kimberly Smith. Robin Sherad, Ruth Keith Whitfield, Cassie Kitchens, Rudy the Wonder Dog, and um, as always, the lovely and wonderful Dottie Scott. All right. Thank you all for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.